passion is a myth. It's literally like saying, I'm going to go catch my unicorn now. With that said, what are you interested in? And have you decided to make that interest a regular thing in your schedule? Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Evans is a married woman. Yes. (laughs) Um, Welcome to Questionably Awesome, where every co-host gets married. Yes, you have to get married. (laughs) She's been my only co-host. So (laughs) what if everyone gets married after being on this? Well, I think I'd have a really long line. You would. They'd be like, okay, can I just get on your podcast? And we'd talk about nothing. We'd eat ho-hos. Yep. Oh, I love (laughs) ho-hos and ding-dongs or whatever. I'd be like, this is the last time you get to be a ho-ho because (laughs) you're about to be married. Married. Marriage. How many people said that? A lot of people. (laughs) It's very popular. It really, Princess Bride is very, very popular. If you have not seen Princess Bride, I think it's still good. I haven't seen it in like 10 years. Okay. It's still good. Okay, great. You know what I just thought of is every time that they would coat that chocolate ball do you remember what it is? Hey, what's a chocolate ball? Well, they go and they take it as like a spell. Like there's like a spell or something that they eat. And yeah. the two like witches or whatever they are. Yeah. They paint this like chocolate ball. They put all this chocolate on the outside. And as a child, that's all I remember. Uh, because it looks so good? Probably. Yeah. It, I, that does sound... I'm I can't I'm believe that's really... About see, it. Tell, me that, tell me what kind of child I was that I'm like, what? I don't remember What's anything the in the movie, ball? but do you remember the chocolate ball scene? Yeah. That's God, what is scene. my problem? You just love chocolate like the rest <laughs> really of us. I really did. All right, you guys. If you don't know, Questionably Awesome is... is question, it's not even questionable, uh-uh. but if you don't like to laugh and you don't like ridiculousness, please yeah. go to another podcast. Tune out. You got to tune right out right now. You need to go to an interview. That's probably your best Yes. Because even the quickies can be a little bit questionable. Well, I love the quickies. Questionable quickies. Questionable quickies. <laughs> Welcome back to a questionable quickie where you may or may not get helped on this episode. <laughs> may throw you back on your journey yeah. of progress. Yeah. Totally fine. Totally fine to be Figure it back. out. You know what? If I need to be the hurdle in someone's life, I can be that as well. Yeah. That's training too. That is. Everybody needs hurdles. They really do. <laughs> do you have... Wait. I feel like I can't go to a quote yet or okay. a review because I need to hear about your wedding, which I just looked through about 50 <sighs> pictures. Her dress was amazing. It was off the shoulder. It was. I showed some she skin. She actually showed some skin. How did that feel to walk down the aisle with your shoulders completely exposed? It felt wonderful. <laughs> it felt free and feminine. And I was really oh, tapping into that feminine energy. I love... You looked like you were. Thank like you. You just had this windswept hair that was all up and back with these... Felt so good. Dreamy, like vintage looking earrings. Oh, thank you. So you didn't cry. 
Adam did, cried. Um, yeah, I think Adam cried more than I did. Like when you walked down the aisle? I was just more joy, full of joy. Yeah. It I looked mean, like you were. You were like laughing yeah, down the aisle. I was just so excited. And it, I cried whenever when it was over. Like when everyone had to go home. It made me sad. Yeah, it is. The next day. Okay, <gasps> here's my question. How did you feel the next day? I felt terrible. Uh, I felt so awful after my wedding. No one, my friends kind of told me, they're like, you're going to feel sad when it's over. And I was like, I'll be fine. No, you're straight up like depressed. Depressed. You're like, where's the therapist? Are there any little pills I can take? It's bad. Yes, it's really bad. Chris and I cried. Together. It's, it's so sad. In bed. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh, get out. it's all over. Uh-huh. All your people are gone. <sighs> There's no more dancing. No. You don't wear your dress you don't, ever you get again. get to hang your dress back up in the closet. Can we have a dress date? Oh, yeah, for Wouldn't sure. Wouldn't that be so fun when we yes. just like invite a few friends and put on our wedding dresses? Yes. And do a lot of champagne and funny pictures? I would love to do that. Yeah. Because honestly, what are you supposed to do with it now? Like preserve it? I've yeah, mine's like in one of those it. preserved boxes. Yeah. And I feel like it's like death of a gown. Yeah. We this should thing live. needs to live. Right. I really need, I think Chris's parents have it at their house. No, I might have it. I want to pull it out. You should pull it out. I really do. I want to see. Uh, you should wear it for Thanksgiving. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. That's next. Yeah. Is that, wait, will this be aired by then? This is comes yeah. out Wednesday. Yeah. So this will be right before Thanksgiving. And You'll you and Adam will be coming dress. over with a bunch. Of, I can't even tell you how excited people are. I'm so excited. I can't wait. We're going to karaoke. Oh. If you want. Uh, yes. It'll only lasts like an hour. Don't worry. It's not like we karaoke That's all night long. That's great. Unless I have a lot of wine, then we do. Then we'll mm-hmm. just see. We'll just see how it goes, Lori. Okay. Let's, let's just play it by ear. Um, and then we, you know, play some games. Yep. Say what we're all grateful for. Love that. It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be the best. I'm going to take pictures of you. So make yeah. sure you, you don't have to dress up, but I'm dressing up. So please do. I like dressing up okay. on Thanksgiving. Don't you? I love it. Wearing something pretty. It's like the eating. one holiday. Cause sometimes Christmas you're like, I just think Christmas is a week long. Yeah. So by the time Christmas day comes and people are like, you do Christmas dinner. I'm like, no, I'm wearing pajamas. Yeah. Like I'm tired. Yeah, maybe yeah. Christmas Eve. Do you dress up for that? Yeah, I do like dress. You wear those are my two holidays. Nice. Yeah, a little something on Christmas Eve, a little yeah. something on Thanksgiving, a little something something. You know. Well, okay. Tell me about your quote. No, the oh, review. Yeah. Oh yeah, the review of the week. Mm-hmm. It is from Allie Stewart. Yeah, it is. <gasps> Wait, Allie Stewart is in Body and Soul. Amazing. She's really Allie cool. Stewart. Allie Stewart. <laughs> Satisfied beyond ultimate satisfaction. Whoa. Whoa. I had no idea that we had those kind of skills. Whoa. When Lori's quickies are just as satisfying as our interview-based podcast, your life changes. The <laughs> heavens open up and your heart and brain align. Wow. Whoa. I just want to be there for that. This is great. I cannot get over the way that Lori mixes up what Earn Your Happy provides to listeners. She has something for everyone, even if they are in different seasons of their life. To Lori and Evans, thank you for being the girlfriends, coaches, sisters, and mentors we all need. XOXO! You know, I don't even know what to say about that besides thanks for making our whole week up until Thanksgiving. That made my eyes water. Uh, I'm going to ride this. Oh, that's so cute. They're glossy. You really made her eyes water. That is amazing. That is the sweetest compliment. Thank you for taking the time to write it. And we feel feel that way getting to do this. Like all the time, we're just like, do we really get to do this? This is amazing. People listen. 
Yeah. Wowzers. Allie Stewart. Allie Stewart listens. Allie's listening. So that's all that matters. What's up, Allie? You're the best. You're, you're the best. What's your quote? Oh, oh send what? something to customer service. Customer service at lauriharder.com so we can send you something really awesome. What's your that quote? That just sounded like one of those radio <laughs> advertisements really really for the did. terms and conditions. It really did. It was like micro machines. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my quote is short. It's from Reese Witherspoon and it says, you always gain by giving love. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? So cheesy. <laughs> Okay, but when is that true in your life? So let's take yes. it from a cheese level to like a to Everyday a level. more exquisite cheese. Yeah, to a finer cheese. A finer cheese. But it's true. So mm-hmm. tell me about a time when you extinguished something challenging that you yes. wanted to throw flames at. Oh, yeah. With love. Oh, this past week when my dad and his wife were there and yeah. she's great and we've had a little challenging relationship yeah. because- when your parents get married to new people, that's weird. Yeah. And um, she extended a lovely olive branch to me and I extended one back. Wow. That's beautiful. It was really nice. Because when she did that, it probably felt super vulnerable knowing that maybe you could be like, throw up two middle fingers and yep. be like, bye. bye. Yeah. <laughs> Take your olive branch back to where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> But she showed me love when she didn't have to. That is amazing. It was really special. That was so nice that she did that too, like at your wedding. Yes. Like during that time when you could have like peace of mind. Yes. So here's the thing is I had asked you, like, did everything go smoothly? And you chose, because there were, I'm sure there were plenty of those little moments where you had to make choices on Mm -hmm. how you showed up and how you acted and how you either accepted something or how you moved past something or how you let something go. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference is it's the difference between someone who comes back and says, you know, I'm like, how did everything go? And they're like, oh, this is what happened. And this is, there's always that stuff going on. It's what you focus on is how you remember the overall thing and how you experience it. For sure. Because there's always going to be something, especially at weddings. Let's throw every personality in that you don't even get to choose because it's your family. So it's just like, yeah, would you choose 10 of those people? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. A lot of stuff going on Lots of, that's a lot of personalities not chosen. Yep. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy when you look at the chosen personalities in your life, they're few, they're few and far between. It's seriously, your friend group, your core friends, that's like two people. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, one, two. Yep. There they are. Waffles and Waffles twin. You know, I get I along great waffles with animals. Twin. I really do you think Waffles has a Oh, hey, actually, if she dogs come could. out looking the same, do they say are that they're twins, twins or are they in the same litter? What if there's just two? So do we have to start testing all dogs to be like, these dogs are actually twins? They're twins. If Waffles has a twin, I would die. I would just, I'd have to go and find it and be like, you didn't know you had a twin. And she'd be like, it's just my wrister. It's just my wrist. It's not actually a twin. We just saw Rooka Rake. Rom, you're a rupid. Okay. Sorry, Waffles. All right. My quote is by Albert Einstein because Waffles' hair looks like Albert Einstein right really now. It really does. Doesn't it? It's like the longest comb over, white comb over I've ever seen. And it's just crazy. And he says, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Oh, yeah. Or you fall and eat shit. <laughs> That's what Albert said. I added that last sentence. Um, <laughs> but it's true. If you do not... Keep moving and adding things like yeah. sometimes you want a break and 
Brakes are fine. You can stop at the stoplight, put your legs down. But if you go longer than that, the bike seat just starts to hurt. Yeah, your butt hurts. You got to move or you're going to just be miserable. And for real in life, like I think that's why so many, I'm just going to say it. Say it. So many people, my, like my mom's age and around that time, because so many women around that time, mm-hmm. you know, the purpose was obviously raise children. But what happens is when there's no purpose after that, or they don't create purpose, you get sad. You get sad and life slows down. And so I watched so many things happen with my mom or her friends because I'm like, yeah. okay, you you have to find, I, we're all, I'm always in talks with my mom. Like, and she has found a lot of different things. Like, Arts, crafts, furniture. She read um, like just uh, refurbishes furniture. Ooh, nice. And when she's doing that stuff, she's really happy. But when she stops, it's like right away, not feeling happy. Yeah. Like you got to keep moving. Like you have to keep moving. Even if it's tiring, like 100%. every day you got to go do something or you're miserable. It's like the whole reason. Yeah. It's the reason why a lot of men actually die after retirement is their whole purpose is like gone. gone. So if they don't create something new, and that's the thing is we think like, well, now what? Well, now you have to really start looking for what your thing is again. And yeah. it doesn't even have to be like your main thing, which I think is kind of what we're talking oh, about today. It's completely in line with what we're talking about. What a segue. What a By segue. the way, ride a bike, don't do a segue. Yeah. That's just one more thing that you're taking out of your life. Right. <laughs> just ride the bicycle. Yeah. I never understood the segue tours. I'm always like, Please use your feet. Exactly. They're so nice. Your, your feet, feet are. are so nice. Your feet are really a, something a special. They are. Like we should be moving yes. nonstop. That's when I go, like when I go to Europe, I'm always like, these people are so fit mm-hmm. and so, but they're like walking fit. Yeah. They're just like, all and the they time. eat beautiful, rich food, but they don't plow through it because they're like, there's going to be more at my next meal. Yeah. And then I'm going to go walk for an hour yeah. to get back home. It's so crazy. It's such a beautiful, like you literally sometimes in Europe, I'll be like a normal day is like 15 miles. Which is amazing. And can let you eat anything, by yeah. the way. So, you know, Just happier quality Move of to, life. We're really, this is an ad for Europe. Europe. Europe is now going to pay me. This is sponsored by Europe. Sponsored by Europe. <laughs> the country of Europe. <laughs> yeah, the I just continent. got in a brand partnership deal with Europe. Yep. Yeah. I don't know who pays me, but they do. But I get paid in pounds. Yeah. The queen Great. pays you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, you want a question? I, I would, and I'm going to need your help to answer because my brain is feeling Me slow. Me too. I'm okay, great. Very so slow we'll today. get half an answer together. Okay, this is a great question. At Mrs. Christina Ricks, how in the heck and Bob do you actually <laughs> figure out what your passion is? Heck and Bob is a great I just word. picture people from California being like, what is heck and Bob? And yes. I totally get it. You and I are just like, yeah, heck and Bob. Heck and Bob. Mm-hmm. How do you actually figure out what your passion is? Yeah. How do you figure it out, Lori? First of all, Evans, should we start by saying that passion is a myth? It's literally yes. like saying, I'm going to go catch my unicorn now. Yeah. Yes. No. With that said, what are you interested in? And have you decided to make that interest a regular thing in your schedule? So whether that is a hobby that you're passionate about, because I think that passion can come through hobbies as well. You don't need to always get paid for your passion. Yes. But I find that what happens a lot is even if you start doing your passion, somehow you start to figure out that you could monetize it or someone notices it and they're like, hey, you should sell these. Yeah. Or hey... You're really good at this. Maybe you could, you know, set up an art class for people because you love painting. Like right. that's what I'm talking to my mom about. I'm like, you're passionate oh. about painting. Other women 
want to learn how to paint furniture like this well, like how to refurbish it. You need to teach a class. Oh, that would be so much fun. Bring Mom, your, have some wine in there. That's what our that would be so fun. And bring something and then you all will do it. That's a great idea. I, I was would like, love do that. a four hour afternoon class, like once a month yep. or twice a month, like charge whatever, like enough to cover supplies and then maybe 20 extra bucks. Yep. Because if it just starts as a little hobby or passion and you really enjoy it, if you enjoy it alone, you're going to enjoy it together and you're going to enjoy teaching it. So yeah. We are just so silly though. Like human beings just, honestly, when people say they don't know what their passion is, good Lord, I'm just going to be a real jerk right now. You're just being so lazy. Like yeah, you have to go and do, like to find your passion, you have to be consistent and go and do something. Mm-hmm. Except there's too many awesome distractions like Netflix and Franzia. Yes. And you just like pull up your box of wine and you yep. binge watch something and then you cry to yourself. Yes. By you the way, I'm talking about me. myself. <laughs> you just described like, last why, night. No, why does she have everything? Exactly. Yeah. It's okay to do that after your wedding You go on Instagram and you look at everyone else's live and you're like, she's doing this. I'm going to just keep looking at all her pictures for hours. Yep. And then you've wasted two hours looking at Emily's photos. Emily's not doing that, by the no, way. No, Emily's out there doing stuff she enjoys doing. And she's uncomfortable doing it. Yep. And she's like, you know what? All these other bitches get to drink Franzia and watch Netflix. And I'm out here working my ass off on my quote unquote passion. Yeah. And yeah, my life is great. But don't you think sometimes I want to sit with Franzia too? She's tired. She's tired as shit. Emily's had it. But she knows that she would rather be tired in her passion than tired in her tears and a box of wine. (laughs) That is very poetic and true. You know, quote that. That's going to be a great tile, everyone. Yes. You're going to get at least one like from yourself. (laughs) I would rather be tired in my passion than tired in my tears. Man, it is good. It is really good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So calling you out. I love you, but stop being lazy. Yeah. Just follow those interests. She's like, like, I'm not lazy at all. Follow your interests and be consistent. Mm -hmm. And if after two months you're like, wow, actually I'm really not interested in painting furniture, try another one. Yeah. You guys, I I made blankets for like a month of my life and decided I really don't enjoy it that much. Yeah. So I'm going to stop doing it. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Yeah, you tried it out. It didn't work. You're moved on to something else. But it's so funny because it did work. It made me really happy for the two blankets that I made. And then I was like, you know what? It really hurts my back and I feel like I could be doing something else. But it was great for me while it lasted. Was this last year? Yeah. Yeah, those blankets looked really good. They're super awesome. Yeah. But, you know, they take about five hours each. And I was like, yeah, I did 10 hours of blankets. Yeah. So loved it. Can say I know how to quilt a blanket by hand. Yep. And now I'm done. Yeah, I moved on. Going to do some other stuff. I'm thinking I would like to. I want to do pottery still. Yeah. How about you? Um, I think I would like to do. Oh, I know sewing. (gasps) That'd be fun. Some kind of so because I feel like that was a skill where that women had to learn back in the day. Yeah, totally. Which is annoying, but now it's nice that we get the choice to decide. Well, you know what? I actually do like sewing, and I want to try it out. What would you want to sew? Like what gets you excited about it? Probably like a shirt. Like I made my, something that I'm wearing. Mm. That would be cool to be like, oh, I made this mm. dress. You should do that. Yeah. They have glasses all over the place. Get a sewing machine for Christmas. Yeah. <gasps> Ask for one. From Santa. 
And then I could give you... Didn't we have a patterns? We'd had a patterns conversation. Remember those patterns with the old school ladies on them? Oh my God. Do I remember? That's how I would go pick out dresses. I'm not even kidding you. And I think I told you on the last podcast, I picked out this dress. Yeah. Had all of these grand visions. I was, I think I was eight of dancing with the crush of my life from my congregation. Yeah. And I pick out this material that was not made for the dress because the dress had like a long ruffle that was just supposed to, the ruffle was about probably eight to 10 inches long that comes out at the waist. That was just like a a small like ruffle that lays flat. Well, because I got taffeta, the ruffle stuck out like Saturn. It was like a ring around my waist. And I didn't have anything else to wear. So yeah. it literally like the whole night I had to just push it down. Otherwise I looked like walking Saturn. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. I, d- do I don't know. I, cool? I felt like it it distracted my crush from asking me to dance. Wait, did you sew it or did your mom? Oh, my mom. God, that's really nice. Yeah. And it, it sucks so bad because she felt so bad, but I chose the material. Yeah. So she was probably trying to do whatever she could. She to get was. It to work. She was literally went oh. back and tried to make that thing lay flat so many times because I was like devastated. Yeah. Oh, that woman. But just I understand spent so much the time sewing. choice. That's a great choice. Well, back then, taff- if you were huge. in taffeta, you were fancy. You were somebody. Oh my God. Lace over the top. Wait, I don't have the accent like you do. You got to say it. Taffeta? Taffeta. Taffeta with lace Taffeta over the top. Lice. Wait, do you want another question? I had a mint in my hand. I was eight. What's another Southern drink? I got to come up with one. My, my uh, jokes are getting whiskey? old. A whiskey, but what's a fancy Southern drink? Oh, a Pimm's Cup or something? That almost sounds like Pimm's Cup. Yeah, it does. A uh, Pimm's Cup. Oh, an Arnold Palmer? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I had an Arnold Palmer in my hand. Arnold Palmer. There we go. Arnold Palmer. There you go. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, read the next question to Southern Accent. Okay. Lori and Evans. Oh, this is from at Chelsea.bird. Lori like and Evans. So much. <laughs> what are you passionate about right now? Oh, what am I passionate about right now? Um, mm. honestly, right now my question is very different than what it even would have been six months ago, but I'm super passionate about learning how to build a company. So I'm like loving reading all of the business books. I'm reading Traction right now. I'm going to read Radical Candor soon, which is just about like having super open conversation in your business. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, I have quite a few books lined Uh, up. I think it's the hard thing about doing hard things. So I'm like loving all of these awesome business. I'm super passionate. Like, so it's really cool to be passionate about the uh, like an actual company as well. Yes. Yeah. How about you? Um, I would say I'm passionate about kind of like a family unit type, like relationships. Mm, yeah. Like growing. What, what part of that? About growing your relationship or in general, your yeah. whole families? Growing my relationship with my husband. My husband. My husband. Yeah. That sounds so lame. God, people are going to barf all over their steering wheels. They're going to just love barf it. all over their steering wheels. I love that because if you become passionate about that, who knows if you end up talking about that and changing someone's life. Yeah, I would just, th- I like learning about what can we do to set our relationship up for success and how do we, how do we build a good foundation now and it how are we going to do like this? It sounds like you're smart. 
Yeah, we're just trying. Because this is, it's not that it's new to you guys, but you're coming about it a new way. Yes. So I love learning about that stuff with Chris. Like we're always, even even with the new things that we're doing, we're like, Mm -hmm. how is this changing our dynamic and our relationship? So we're always talking about it. I'm actually obsessed with, obviously, a tribe called Bliss. So I'm obsessed with relationships. Yes. So that's not weird at all. Like you could yeah. literally, if you wanted to write a handbook. You could write a relationship handbook, handbook for your pocket. I'm not kidding. I was just talking to a friend who writes books for a living. She's written like nine. Yeah. And I think Dang. she's published two. And she was like, I'm not publishing anymore. I'm self-publishing. And I was like, why am I not writing another book? I love writing yeah. a book. Why don't I self-publish? And actually, instead of getting um, an advance, which is really hard to get a big advance, mm-hmm. just I don't want to throw that story on anyone, but it is challenging. Sure. Like, why not just write another book and get paid off the book? Yeah. Just do it yourself. What in the world? So why don't you write a handbook if you want? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if writing interests you. I love writing. You should write. Yeah. And I'm going to start it with Once Upon a Time. Then? Then. Shit hits the fan. (laughs) That's about right. Yeah. It should be every shit hitting fan story. Yes. I would read that. I would too. I'd be like, oh my God, tell me about when you went to therapy and what that was like. Yeah. It's so nice to... Oh, speaking of therapy, I think there's this book uh, called... You should really talk to someone. Is that the book? Everyone's talking about it. It's written by a therapist. I think I've heard that. I've heard it too. Wait, I got to Google this. Okay. And apparently she's a therapist and she follows like five people that she's worked with. And then she also talks about her own personal experience going to therapy. It sounds really good. Oh my God. Maybe I should should interview her. Yes, you should. Maybe Maybe we should should both interview her. Yes. That'd be a funny interview. Gottlieb, I probably totally mispronounced her name. G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B? Yes. Well, I just know a Jen Gottlieb. Wow. Maybe Lori you should Gottlieb. talk to someone. That would be book. like if Jen and I had a baby, Lori Gottlieb. Yeah, that's that's the baby. I won't forget that name. That's All right. Name. I feel like if I interview her, you should come on that one. I would love to learn. <laughs> let's learn from Lori Gottlieb. Yeah, let's read this Lori book. Gottlieb, if you hear this episode... Wait, don't listen to this because maybe then you won't come on. Yeah. Just kidding. Don't, don't listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Oprah Magazine's best nonfiction book of 2019. Well, damn. Let's see if she'll come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, read this. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I would like to read that. Me too. Okay, then you write a handbook. Okay. Is there another question? Or oh, we... yeah. We should do another one. What time do you have to be to work at today? Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good question. Ha, uh, at Kit. Clintner, Clintner, how do you keep your passion moving in a forward direction without letting little distractions detour you? Detour you? Kip Clintner, Clintner, Clint, Clintner, Clintner, at Clintner. Okay. How do you? How do you? How do you stop from being distracted? In your passion? Yeah. You're going after <sighs> someone, and you keep at ha- uh, someone. <laughs> You're going after that person. <laughs> You're going after your husband. And they don't know it yet. But you're going to get them. <laughs> you just show up at their window every night. Make sure that you're focused on that. Yeah. Just From keep your eyes on seven to nine, the- don't miss it. <laughs> Take pictures, text it to them. <laughs> Be like, you're my focus. I'm focused on you. <laughs> no. How do you stay focused on your passion? <clears throat> well, you treat it like a, you treat it like a job like a non-negotiable oh. and you put it in your schedule. That's, you know what? I think that just hit something with me. 
You want your passion to be fun all the time. And it's not. And it's not. It's actually a J-O-B. It is. You need to get over thinking your passion is something romantic and super fun and deal with the fact that every time you commit to something, you're going to eat a shit sandwich. So you know what? You decide whether you want to put bananas and chocolate on it or not, but there's still a layer of shit under there. That's so it's true. The, it's 1 million percent true. I don't care if it's when I was playing guitar. I was like, I hate this, but yeah. I wanted the reward. And I don't care if it was when I was doing ballroom dancing. I was like, I hate this. And I definitely hate my husband right now. Yeah. Because he was taking it with me and he was a real jerk sometimes about like, I'm the leader. And I was like, well, I want to lead. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the captain now. Yeah, exactly. And that was, we literally, ballroom dancing made us fight. Yeah. A lot. But it also brought us super close together. But what I'm saying is like nothing has been... Actually, I will say 70% of it has been hard and sucky. Yeah. But I want the outcome. So with your passion, you have to be passionate about the outcome and you have to stop thinking that the actual process is going to feel like some romantic, like, oh my God, writing a book sounds so romantic. It's actually the most confronting, uncomfortable things I've ever done in my entire life. Every single time I sat down and this was like for six months or more, I was like, this is so awful and so uncomfortable, but I knew I needed to write a book in my life or I was going to regret it. Yeah. But you did it. It was awful. It was literally, I, I would come home crying probably nine times out of 10 that I would write. You shared so openly in your book, which I thought was so lovely. Oh, thank you. You're and welcome. that, so it was uncomfortable because of that. Mm-hmm. And because it makes you go, I have nothing to say. I don't feel smart enough. This isn't fun. Why am I doing this? Yeah. And then you have to go back to what you're passionate about the outcome. So I just think that anyone who's like, how do I stay focused on it? Well, you're going to have to eat a shit sandwich every day. And then know that at the end you get a what? Bananas and chocolate. Yeah, you get bananas and chocolate. Yeah. If you don't like bananas and chocolate, you get vanilla ice cream and strawberries. Oh, yes. That's not for me. That's not for me either. I'm all about some chocolate. Yeah, I would not finish. If they were like, at the end of this book, you get vanillas and strawberries. I'd be be like, like, this is stupid. This is terrible. I'm burning this. (laughs) Take this book and shove it. Yeah, forget about it. Vanilla and strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling about a passion? What's a passion? Sewing? Yeah. It's going to be a passion now. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. You know that, right? Like you're going to get the sewing machine and you're going to stare at it and you're going to sit down and try to learn to sew and be so frustrated and your stuff is going to look like shit in the beginning. Terrible. And you'll be like, Gloria, I sewed you another little pocket purse. (laughs) And I'll be like, not going to use this, but well done on those stitches over here. So something else. I remember those pocket purses. (laughs) They're like actual pockets from like blue jean pants. They're like, oh, a pocket purse. You're like, this is so creative. Who's going to use this? Hideous. (laughs) Some things I see, like I'm just like, Wow. How did that catch on as a trend? I literally just think it was a lot of people being like, I want to make something and now they're out in the world and nobody wants them. And you loved it then. Like at the time, I loved that. Do you know what would be a great first thing for you to sew that's actually usable? Hot pads. What are hot pads? Cooking mitts. Oh. (laughs) It's probably a Midwest thing. I don't know what a hot pad was. (laughs) I was thinking of some like cool thing like Oh, no. Uh, like fashion. No, no. It pad. pulls food out of the oven. I also thought of a maxi pad. Yeah. And I was no. like, that sounds... You could maybe sew like a bio... You, a, yeah. A like green, a good one. Maxi a green pad. One. Yeah. Like it could be green. Like and a, you could fill it with like 
like cotton, like organic cotton. And you could be like, these are one-time uses and you could have them all on a shelf and start a company. And they could be really cute. They could be cute. We should make periods cuter because there's nothing worse. In my opinion. You know what? You should start a maxi pad <laughs> company and the tagline will be making periods cuter. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be like an, the actual happy punctuation, pads. like an actual happy punctuation. Yes. And everybody will want to do go back to pads. You thought you were a tampon person. You haven't nope. tried. You have not tried There's happy no, pads. Nothing better than putting on leggings and a huge <laughs> pad. <laughs> Do you ever you remember know? wearing pads with like tights or something? Oh, yeah. Because I wore tights to church three times a week. <laughs> and like in the beginning of your period, like I, I was too embarrassed to tell my mom I started my period. Yes. So, and all she had were giant maxi pads. Huge pads. So I would be hiding my period, but not really probably because they're just like, um... And that was you like, want to tell us something? That was, that was pre-wings too. Oh yeah. So it was just always Ladies, a problem. you don't know what it was like when the 90s and 2000s. No, in the 90s, it was rough, man. You know what? People our mom's age are probably listening and being like, you need to hush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like saying, yes, thank yeah. God that times have changed and that we have wings. Yes. And now they're these like awesome, like cute underwear actually. Oh yeah. For when you sleep. Those. Because that's always a problem, in my opinion. It Same. doesn't matter how much protection you use. You're just like, just wake up not cool. The worst. So I don't know what those, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like really amazing. I need to get some. Ooh. Think I can't remember. They're they're really cute. I wish I could. I can't think, believe I'm thanks. saying. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say think exists, but that's a quote. Thanks. T-H-I-N-X. Thanks, period underwear. Don't stress over period leaks. Exactly. So ladies, thanks. It's not an ad. Thanks. Nope. It's not, not an ad. This is just because we want to add to your life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If you think they're going to be really cute, I think I just really set you up for a high expectation. They're just yeah. not a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> they're just not. So be happy that they're not. Yeah. They're going to prevent leaks. Any parting thoughts? You know, I just feel for anyone who's on their period right now. <laughs> Well, odds are we're talking to a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. So odds are pretty good. There. You hang in there. You go to thinks.com. Yep. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Be safe out there. Be safe out there, ladies. Until next time, earn your happy. Earn your happy. Earn your happy. Be questionably awesome. awesome. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more. Of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am 
always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back 
And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.